The tree that never had to fight for sun and sky and air and light, but stood out in the open plain and always got its share of rain. Never became a forest king, but lived and died a scrubby thing. The man who never had to toil to gain and farm his patch of soil, who never had to win his share of sun and sky and light and air, never became a manly man, but lived and died as he began. Good timber does not grow with ease, the stronger wind, the stronger trees, the further sky, the greater length, the more the storm, the more the strength. By sun and cold, by rain and snow, in trees and good men, good timbers grow. Where thickest lies the forest growth, we find the patriarchs of both. And they hold counsel with the stars, whose broken branches show the scars of many winds and much of strife. This is the common law of life. It's Good Timber by Douglas Malloch. And as we come back to our own Yakim here, uh, kind of locked out and isolated um, on his own, but for the first time in a while, he is free. He had uh, successfully fought his way when he realized that nothing good was going to come from his captivity. There was no easy way, and the only way out was hard. Uh, he fought after stealing a suit of power armor and grabbing one of the um, plasma axes that the Katani kind of carelessly left lying around. Uh, he started chopping his way through as many people as stood in his way as possible. Uh, Backed up by Anra, who was the uh, Altera warrior woman who befriended him. Well, not even befriended him. Decided and offered an, an alliance just so she could get out because she wanted the joy of owning something. Uh, and I've already forgotten her name considering the fact that I deleted the character sheet. Um, the woman who had been implanted, unfortunately, with a... Uh, uh, chest crab symbiote um, however it did her very little good as pretty quickly on uh, in the fight she drew sword rushed at and then uh, Talia the Kitani uh, mad scientist who was holding and experimenting on him uh, on Yakim uh, drew and fired point blank Inter that was her name I-N-T-E-R um, uh, Inter was quickly cut down. Uh, Talia, though, continued firing from a distance, keeping some of the others off balance as Yakim just went to work using the plasma axe, chopping down as many as he could. And uh, in the end, it was just left between him... Uh, it was left between him... Anra and one other warrior woman named Matt or Mate. Well, I guess it doesn't really matter because uh, Talia, in an act of petty vengeance, uh, managed to detonate, because of a really bad fade roll, the um, nuclear power plant built into the suit of power armor that Nikim had abandoned because it had been poorly, it had pretty badly damaged. Uh, and as they all tried to escape, the two Alteran warrior women and Yakim, um, the turret that was placed up above the ramp began to fire. Uh, it kept, well, Yakim just blasted right past it, juicers being the fast folks that they are. But the two Alterra warrior women were pinned down and embraced as the entire base went up in an underground nuclear explosion. Yakim got to the surface 
just in time to watch a massive divot in the earth swallow itself. The steam from the explosion caused the river to rush in and steam itself up almost immediately. Uh, but Yakim, now out there in somewhere in middle America, uh, no armor, his only weapon, this plasma axe with a few shots left in it, um, but otherwise he is entirely on his own. So as we return, Yakim uh, stands up after laying in the grass, watching the stars for a moment. Kind of shakes his eyes, he's like, no, I could sleep here for hours. Oh, fuck me. And uh, with that, he just kind of closes his eyes and lets himself drift. So we will go to a scene alteration right off the bat. Let's see. Chaos rank of five, considering how well he did in that fight, um, excuse me. <coughs> Yay, Mupin. Uh, considering how well he did in the fight, the chaos rank went down. Uh, so things are going to become a little bit more 50-50. So uh, let's go to a scene alteration check and see. Uh, that is a fine. The scene is altered. What alters it? Let's roll. Vent focus. Current context. Okay, well, let's just go right to. Let's try a random event. You know, it's like I forgot how to do this. PC negative, judge. Bureaucracy. Judge bureaucracy. He's in the middle of nowhere. How the fuck does a bureaucracy get to him? Well, a bureaucracy requires a civilization. We don't exactly know where he is. So, let's ask a question. I have an idea based on where I kind of think he would be in the United States. Um, is Yakim near... Newtown. Yes. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. This makes sense. Um, the 14, uh, Yakim is near Utah, near Newtown. Um, he wakes up the early morning. Let's just go ahead and get him to the next day there. As he wakes up onto the next morning, um, four hours later, actually, I'm going to say he slept six hours, just out there, um, picks himself up and just begins to move his feet, almost seeming to be uh, pushing themselves forward of their own volition. Uh, he steps one foot in front of the other, the axe kind of hanging down by his side, and he goes, oh man, fuck. What am I supposed to do? I gotta be careful. I can't let somebody find me. I'm too vulnerable to stay. Uh, so we're gonna give him a survival check. Let's get, let's grab a pretty D6 and another D6. A two and a five. Okay, so that's a success. Uh, Yakim uh, starts pushing his way through uh, out here in the wilderness. And he uh, 
keeps glancing around. He's like, uh, man, what the fuck? Why does this look kind of familiar? He goes, oh, fuck, I know this road. There's no way. Oh, so here's, here's an interesting fate question. Uh, per the Sluorth here to salvage Newtown and the Juicer up They were. Okay, so this makes perfect sense to me now. Uh, Yakim starts stumbling through. He goes, oh, fuck. Um, I'm going to give him... Let's see if we can figure this out. We'll do a common knowledge roll. Uh, wild die blows up. Eleven total. Yakim goes, those fucking pieces of shit. Oh my god. No fucking wonder they were so interested in juicers. No wonder they wanted to bring me in and experiment on me. They probably went through Newtown, didn't they? Fuck me. Fuck me, I wonder if they got something. Because we we blew that place up. We blew it sky high. We made sure that the fucking CS fort couldn't have made it. Oh man, that makes me wonder. Should I go? It might be worth it. It might be worth it just to go see if I can get some gear. Fuck, I never wanted to go back. And he starts picking up his pace. Keem starts running. Uh, I'm gonna give him a stealth roll. It's a d8 plus one. Excellent work there. Past me. I know Yakim's not gonna get found so quickly. Uh, eight blows up. To a ten. Uh, Yakim is a ghost. He uh, starts slipping through these woods very quickly. His feet seem to find the path, even in. Uh, what could barely be described as cloth shoes are wrapped around his feet, the tattered pants and everything. Uh, and he starts making his way uh, directly down a path that he never thought he'd see again. He starts moving his way, uh, and as he gets closer, uh, it probably takes a good... You know, and I'll just roll a die, d6. Takes five hours, um... And puts him at about midday. Uh, the sun directly overhead as Yakim begins to come out of the edge of the forest where he sees the uh, trampled gates and what's left of just a ruined town in front of him. Off in the distance slightly, there is almost the shadow of a thin gray mountain. Uh, divots taken out of it. You can see from here, but he could trace him with his fingers even without looking bullet holes in the Great Wall, the Black Fortress that makes up the Coalition State's uh, most notable fortress out here. Nikim just takes another step forward and glances down at it from this hilltop. Fuck. I wonder if anybody's set up shop. It's been a year or so, or it's been a few years, really. Uh, so... <clears throat> Let's ask a fate question. Has anyone started spotting towns 
engines. No. Okay. It is, for the most part, well, it's not at least being occupied by something. That's not to say that people aren't here, but they may be hiding. Um, but there's no major force that came through. The Coalition States hasn't tried to take this back, which is not surprising given the fact that they are currently engaged in the siege against Tolkien. Um, but Nikim starts plodding down as footfalls, almost seeming to uh, resist as though gravity pulled in a different direction now. Uh, let's, uh, let's try to get a little descriptions going freely. Freely boring. Um, Yakim finds his way through the town and can move of his own volition. Uh, nobody really interrupts him. And then he begins poking through uh, empty storefronts and burned out houses. Uh, let's let's see if we can get a little civilization meeting. Small, small, large. Thanks, Dice. A lot of sense there. Um, I will just kind of take those as two separate things. He starts stumbling through and exploring both small and large ruins. The overall space it's here, uh, itself had been weathered, damaged. Um, anything of value had probably been picked over. Uh, I'm going to give him a survival roll to see if there's anything. And I'm going to say it's at negative two given the fact that this place has probably been picked over clean. So, d6s, negative two, uh, four and a two. Um, there is nothing of value that he can find. He begins to explore and investigate as much as he can, but uh, even to the point that some of the silverware off of tables that uh, could have been left behind has been scrounged, used, melted down. Nikim uh, just looks through an abandoned space. As he really begins to lock in, though, he knows he doesn't want to go anywhere. And he steps in. Alright, well, I guess the best thing right now, I gotta find gear. Where the fuck would I find gear? Hmm. There was the base and the sewers that we set up in. That might be a good spot, but, you know, maybe I can go through the fort. Maybe the coalition didn't completely loot everything. Okay. It's 50-50. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Where's my house? Hey, question. Uh, is there... Anything left in the juicer bases? Uh, and I'm gonna say this is kind of unlikely. Actually, I'm gonna go so far as to say very unlikely. Exceptional no. Uh, not only had the juicers, of course, looted everything that was in there, but as they started to make their way out, they burned, destroyed, or took, of course. Uh, even as the victors, they were pretty still badly hurt, uh, hence why Julian has taken them to the point of hiding. Um, gear is expensive, and especially, you know, lives of those who are trained for 
using uh, juicer augmentations, it's just tougher and tougher every time. Um, but then the last question here is, is there anything left in the CS fort? Anything? I know, really, these are only my notes, but I still prefer, you know, proper spelling. 73, no. Uh, Yakim, as he starts uh, walking towards this great fort, um, better portion of a couple hours as he keeps moving forward, this dead ghost town in front of him, haunted by these memories of what he remembers. That was a dumb phrase. Let me try that one again. He is haunted by the memories of the battles fought here. Uh, the people who had fallen, the juicers, the civilians, the citizens. Uh, people who didn't deserve to be in the crossfires, but it was just more convenient to shoot. And he can't help but hear some of the ghosts as the heat flushes through his skin. He feels the warmth that comes up under his neck, and even though uh, right now the heat of the day is uh, already there, he still feels it even more so. He knows he's not long. Uh, makes sense. God, I hope I don't fucking kick it here. That'd be so embarrassing. I fought so hard to get out. Uh, let this not be my final resting place. And he steps towards the Coalition State's Fortress. The front gates are blown open towards the, the fort itself. He remembers with a bit of pride as he runs a hand over a badly melted and burned gateway. He goes, yeah, that's right. I fucking did that. <laughs> that was cool. Uh, if only things are so simple, the, 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 so simple back now as they were then. Uh, all right. The heavy footfalls as he goes up the road. Uh, coming from a dirt and gravel, gravel path now to the actually paved roads that make up the fort. Yakim uh, comes up to the double doors and can't help but look through as some there are just some still black and grease stains across the area. Um, up front he sees what would have been a well-armed guard desk. Um, a portion of it though is just still broken shards of uh, mega-damaged steel and just a gaping wound that had been rocketed in uh, just to get the guards who were hiding behind it. Uh, as he steps past, he remembers the sensation watching as those two coalition state troopers armed up, heavy machine gun ready to fire as the rocket impacted on them as they came past the UAR-1 enforcer that he had fought. The heavy shards of... Uh, armor and probably long gone bone still remain and his feet kind of kick through them and pushes on into a much larger area and the office is set up so that way interrogations can occur right next to the front gates uh, and he steps through peering in uh, looking over computer systems that had been damaged, broken shattered in the orgy of violence that usually occurs after the occupying force decides to leave. Uh, you can see where jackets left up on hangers no longer have an owner. 
and keeps moving forward. Yakeem, uh, as he kind of looks at one, thinks, uh, I could probably use something over my chest. Fuck that. I ain't wearing something with those lightning bolts on him, though. And he uh, steps around what would have been a perfectly serviceable field jacket, just with the intention of knowing that he's not going to wear anything that the Coalition would have put on him. Uh, he comes to a long, patterned staircase, the blinking light still going on the emergency for the elevator. And he looks up, and he looks down, and goes, uh, Officers probably would have had their fucking fancy little gala-style offices up there. But I remember the hidden facilities in the basement. Uh, if I'm looking for gear, best go up, huh? And uh, we're going to give him... Duke, duke, duke. Yeah, I'll, I'll do another common knowledge roll here. Oh, shit. One and a one. Uh, that's not good, Yakeem. He, uh, he doesn't have anything that could possibly, you know, uh, have a technical malfunction right now. Um, but he takes a step. He goes, ah, fuck, maybe I'll take the elevator. And as soon as he steps a foot on it, there's a... Uh, I'm going to make him take an agility check. Let's see. Is he... Is he so tired and just so kind of done with the shit that he would intentionally step onto a potentially broken elevator? Uh, that's a one, but it's a good thing that Wild Eye is a five. Uh, Yakeem, in just a split second, steps back uh, as the elevator just... Uh, the cable snapping up top and he feels like a dust cloud and uh, shattering remnants come splashing up towards him he steps back uh, as it just he hears the clink of metal on metal uh, and he just kind of looks down for a second he's like oh shit hope nobody was down there that would have sucked alright well, I guess I'm taking the stairs uh, and he starts patterning his way up um, gets to the very top and just begins looking through he goes, fuck man these guys they ain't have shit he goes I figured the officers would have had I don't know maybe some guns or something but oh it's nothing uh there loot scavenge okay let's try that Beauty. Beauty enemies. Beauty enemies. I have an idea. Right, let's get to objects. Okay, I love the GME, and especially with the Foundry integration, it's really cool to be able to look up these tables really quickly. But when I was playing with uh, pen and paper, it was easy to mark where certain things were in search form. I kind of wish there was a search feature built in. Okay. Odd prized beauty enemies. So, how I read this. As he starts poking through some of these uh, offices. He starts looking. He goes, what the fuck is that? And he steps in. And, uh... 
right next to a bizarre looking skull. The mandibles on it obviously extended out quite a bit further. Um, places for three eyes and a horned uh, head. Um, obviously a trophy of some sort. And he keeps like, uh, I don't think I know that race. Uh, but right next to it, he looks and he's like, is that? That's fucking weird. Is that a snow globe? Uh, and he picks it up. And sure enough, the liquid just kind of like... Uh, moves in a slightly organic matter. Uh, little dust motes at the bottom begin to swirl up. And he flips it upside down, childish-like. Swirls it around a second and then plops it back down like an empty shot glass. And he watches as these white particles just begin to swirl around. And uh, he goes, hey... As he looks over to the three-eyed skull and he goes, Is that yours, man? It's like, it's nice. I could see why you probably hung on to it until these fucknuts came along. God, fucking coalition. When they can't ruin something by conquest, they ruin it by just making a mockery out of it. Fuckers. Kind of goes over, sees a coat hanging up on a coat hanger and just an act of petty vengeance, he just... Knocks it over with one hand. He goes, yeah, pick up your fucking coat now. He descends and gets down uh, next couple of floors. Looking through, uh, finds nothing of value. Yeah. These pieces, what's left. Books, even though Yakim barely knows how to read. Um, he still kind of looks through and just, uh, yeah, these guys got nothing. Somebody came through here already. Fuck. Alright. Yeah, I guess I can go look in that basement again. Maybe I can find, like, a dead body or something. I, I hate this. Fuck, I don't want to go down there. God, why couldn't this place have been reoccupied? I, I would love to be able to walk into a department store right now. <sighs> Shit. Fuck on me, huh? Alright. He uh, hefts the axe again in his hand, and he starts stepping down those stairs. They go dark very quickly. He uh, activates the plasma axe, and it begins to radiate a bit of a cool blue light. Uh, and he uses it, sweeping it side to side. And uh, I'll ask another fake question here. Can Yakim find a flashlight? I'm gonna flash flight. Exceptional, yes. Okay, so he picks up and finds. Uh, let's see, is there one in here? Excellent. Uh, he picks up a flashlight. Besides, uh, almost a 60 foot um, solid beam of light. And as he looks at it, he's like, oh shit. This thing held a charge for a couple years now. Nobody fucking looted it. Awesome. It's about fucking time. Everything's coming up, Yakeem, now. Ha! <laughs> he uh, steps down into the dark. As he starts sweeping the flashlight left and right. Um, and starts coming across. Just still those signs of devastation. Busted out walls and everything. Uh, I'm going to... Given the fact he hasn't found anything, I'm going to call this... He's going into a new scene. I'm going to bump the chaos factor up. Um, 
because exploring this basement is very different than exploring the fort above. Uh, and so now we're going to see, does he continue down into the basement? Seeing proceeds normally. And uh, the light sweeps a solid beam. And uh, Nakeem immediately starts looking around. Are there any bodies down here? Okay. Um, his eyes quickly alight on some of the troopers who had tried to hold up. Um, he sees a couple of coalition troopers right next to a, uh, a juicer. His body still obviously filled with holes as they just pumped uh, shots into him. Um, but he died, at least in this uh, slightly, mum yeah, not mummified, um, well-decayed form with his hands wrapped around the neck of a de-helmeted Coalition States Trooper. Nikim looks down, kind of wipes his nose just to clear out some of that fetid, rotted smell that's still down here after a couple years, and he just goes, Good on you, buddy. Yeah, that's the fucking way to do it. He sweeps his beam left and right, and he just starts wondering. He's like, oh, you know, I wonder... Huh. Uh, I'm gonna give him a repair roll. D4. And his D6. Uh, he doesn't get any pluses to this. It's a 5. Nice. So he gets, gets success on the wild die. Um, he starts cobbling together um, pieces of armor. Uh, I'm gonna say it takes him an hour uh, picking over the pieces. Uh, so, what are the rules for that? I remember reading them in I want to say it was the Savaged or the uh, Tomorrow Players, whatever the field manual. Um, let's see if there's something about salvage armor. Piecemeal salvaged armor. That's what I'm looking for. Let's take a look at this. Equipment. Um, properties. I mean, it's better than nothing. Armor of five, toughness of one. But, you know what? That's exactly what he's going to do. Uh, he quickly starts putting some of these pieces together. Um, he tries to, like, bolt on a piece here, uh, slap on another piece there. Uh, shoulder from uh, dead boy armor. Uh, chest plate from what looks like maybe a lightly armed juicer. Uh, and it's just enough to kind of make him feel a little bit more comfortable. Uh, it's not great, right? His toughness goes up to a 14, which is better than the 8 it was before, but... Um, you know, given the fact that the average laser rifle here does 3 to 4d6 damage, it could be bypassed pretty quick, but it's better than nothing. And as he continues moving forward, he's like, it'd be too much to find a fucking las rifle or something. Alright, um, uh, let's roll the fate to see if it's even a possibility. Scavenge. New. 
new normal. Um, the Supreme Fine Untouched Coalition Laser Rifle? Probably should click that as unlikely, but it doesn't matter. Uh, no. Nope, not at all. Um, new normal. Okay. New normal. What would be normal? Hmm. Maybe he finds. Just kind of go shopping for him. As he find a CS pistol. Okay. So that's a thing, at least. Pistol. Uh, yeah, we'll say it's a C18, older style pistol. Um, provided pretty much only to officers, but he picks one up, uh, examines it. It, of course, is completely unloaded. Um, put it in his offhand. Uh, but as he looks, it's never been used. Uh, he looks over to the body that was holding it, the uh, the officer's emblem and the pips on the shoulder still there. And he just goes, Yeah, you didn't even fire this thing. Ha. Fucking cowards. Ugh. Uh, and as he does, you know, we're gonna... I am interested in pulling in a random event. Um, I don't think things are entirely normal down here. So let's see what this random event looks like. New NPC. Praise. Balance. Hmm. Okay. I may have an NPC already built, just one that I was kind of playing around with. Um. Where's the green brother down here? Yes, okay. Yakim, uh, uh, as he's moving forward, let's give him his notice, which I believe is still a D6. Yep. Four and a two, so it's success. Um, as he's standing up, um, he hears just the softest footfall. And as he does, he... Uh, his eyes move up. Uh, he doesn't give any clue that he's actually heard it. Um, but he spins quickly. And let's look at reaction. What's the initial reaction table? Okay. 2d6. Uh, we go to a seven. That is neutral. Character is neutral, uh, and as Yakim turns and spins, the gun's already in his hand. As this half elf approaches, uh, JA11 Juicer long rifle in his hands, pointing it directly at Yakim. Yakim realizes that there's a tiny red dot right on his chest. Yakim 
looks and he's like, man, I wouldn't do that. I've been having a really bad fucking day. And uh, the guy on the other side of it looks him up and down and goes, I have been seeing you for a while and I would say, yes, you were having a very bad day. Can you tell me why the fuck you're down here and why I am seeing you? No, you know what, man? I'm not answering any fucking questions. You take that thing off of me first. Fingers begin to twitch slightly. Uh, let's see. You know what? No. As Yakeem and the Green Brother stare each other down, we're going to end there for tonight, but... We are going to, let's see here, I'm going to bump the chaos factor up again because I wasn't fully expecting that. Even though I did want, I did want to throw in a potentially, um, you know, new event. I wasn't fully expecting to bring in the Green Brother just yet. Um, but Nikim, you know, this newcomer, uh, so he looks him up and down, um, EBA armor, but uh, the helmet is currently attached to a specialized strap on his back uh, next to a very large hiker's b uh, backpack. Um, blade hangs at his side, a pistol hangs at the other, a uh, green bandana tied around, but not enough to disguise the fact that he has peaked pointed ears uh, and with a kind of angular face. We are facing all, or we are talking to, let's take a look at the character artwork, because I was pretty proud of generating this. Um, we we're looking at our first real uh, dimensional being NPC that isn't just like a Fenodi or something else. This is human-like. This is almost fantasy-esque. So, as these two stare each other down, we are going to end there tonight. For those who uh, may have joined, I want to say thank you, and uh, I hope you all can join us. Um, you can contribute to the cause at patreon.com forward slash dying uh, We have a Discord server with a handful of folks, uh, sometimes talking about the episode, sometimes just talking about crazy characters we've created in Rifts before. Um, but as always, I would love to hear from you, so feel free to reach out, and I hope you all have a wonderful night.